I want to make this uh, podcast tonight, and um, this will be the first of hopefully many. And uh, I'm Brother Joe Simmons out of North Spoon Baptist Church, and um, God laid on my heart to uh, to try to start doing this, and so I want to bring you the the Word of God, and and I know you just got done hearing the the wonderful song Amazing Grace, and my granddaddy used to say that. That amazing grace was the national anthem of heaven, and uh, and so I want to come to you tonight, and I want to bring you some hope, and uh, and tell you that there's a God, and He's on the throne, and He lives, and He sent His only begotten Son, uh, so that you wouldn't have to die and go to hell. Hell's real and it's hot, and uh, if you don't trust in His Son, the precious Lord Jesus Christ, then you will uh, spend eternity uh, in that terrible place. But if you will, uh, and you, and you have your Bibles, uh, then I pray that you would turn to John 3, uh, and uh, you would read with me. It says uh, that there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, uh, for no man can do uh, these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot uh, see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Question. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Question. And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto, unto thee, uh, ye must be born again. Now notice it says, ye must be born again. That's a commandment, not a suggestion. Uh, but in verse 8 it says, the wind bloweth, and where it lieth, and there heareth the sound thereof, and cannot tell whereof it goeth, uh, and whereof it it cometh. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, How can these things be? Question. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel? Know not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, We speak that which we do know, and testify that which we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you heavenly things? And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that cometh from heaven, even the Son of Man which is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, and that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world, He so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him, in Him, shall not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. And so I'm going to stop there for reading, but I just want to share some, some thoughts with you, and then I'll, then I'll be done. 
uh, we have this man who was a learned man, who was an educated man. He, he fasted twice a week. He, he gave of all that he uh, owned. Uh, he was a wise man. He knew the first five books of the Bible by heart. Uh, he could recite them to you, but yet he had seen the miracles. He had heard of this man named Jesus and, and, and he was, uh, somewhat complexed by it because he, he knew that he come from God. He knew that man could not do these things apart from God, could not perform these miracles, could not, uh, raise the dead or, or multiply food or, or, or do the things that Jesus done while he walked on this earth. But, but amazingly, he come to him, he called him rabbi, which means teacher. And he come to him and he asked him, he said, uh, how, how can I be born again? How, how can I, how can these things be? And he said, verily, verily, Jesus said, or truly, truly, except, except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Uh, he told him again in, in verse, uh, seven, marvel not that I say unto thee that ye must be born again. And friend, I tell you today that you must be born again. That if you want to see the kingdom of God, that you must be born again. Uh, and it's simple and it's easy. He says in verse 15, he says uh, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. It's just that easy. Believe in him. Believe in Jesus. Believe in the Son of God. Believe that he was sin of God. Believe that he was all that he said he was. That he did all that he said he did. Jesus tells us that if we don't believe on just the work's sake, amen, that there's no way that man could do what Jesus did, amen. And and he tells us in, in verse 14, he tells us, he says, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. And Nicodemus didn't understand that necessarily, but we can look back into that Old Testament and we can see when Moses lifted up that serpent and they were having that affliction upon them and, and they needed to be healed. They'd look upon that serpent and they'd be healed. And friend, I'm telling you that we've got a plague of sin in our body that plagues our body since Adam fell. Ever since then, every man, every boy, every child, everything that's ever walked on earth and had a soul, uh, has been separated from God because of Adam's sin. And, and, and the only cure that we have is to, to look to that cross, to look to Calvary. Can I tell you, friend, that Calvary is the center point of the whole entire universe, amen? From the beginning of history to the end of history, Calvary's dead center, right center in it, and every man, boy, and child needs to look to Calvary, has the opportunity to look to Calvary, amen? Romans tells us that even nature itself declares that there is a God and that there's no excuse. And I'm telling you, friend, that you must be born again in order to enter into the kingdom of God and that you need to look to Calvary and the only way you can go to hell is to step over that blood that Jesus shed for you. To step over Calvary and say, I don't need it, friend. Say, I, I, I don't need that Jesus. That's the only way you can go to hell. You don't go to hell based off whether you're good or you're bad. Based off whether or not you, you, you tithe or you don't. Amen. You don't go to, to hell based off any of those works. Amen. But you go to hell based off what you did with Jesus, all for what you did with the Son of God. And that is all that it is. Amen. There's a, there's a time in every man's life and every boy, every girl's life that, that we have that time in our life where we, we know because the Bible tells us that, that every man 
will have an opportunity. That, that the Holy Spirit will come by every man at least once. And friend, I'm telling you that if you're sitting there and if you happen to hear this, that Jesus loves you. It says that He so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. You're a so, you're a so loved person that God gave His Son for you. It doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, or where you come from. Friend, He, he gave His Son for you and for you alone. And He wants you to accept Him. And it's His will that none would perish, but that all would come to the knowledge and truth of God and that would be saved. And friend, I'm telling you that Jesus wants to save you. And there's no amount of works and no baptism and, and nothing that you can do outside of trusting in Jesus and believing that He is the Son of God. Believing that He died for you, friend. Believing that He loves you. And that He shed His blood for you. Amen. It's all the powers in that blood and in that blood alone. Uh, they had sacrifices all throughout the Old Testament. We read of sacrifices and the Day of Atonement. And, and that priest would come in and, and he would sacrifice on behalf of the nation and he would cleanse himself beforehand and make sure he was right and holy before God so that he could do this, so he could perform this task. And, and he would enter in and he would sacrifice it for him, but it would just roll back that sin. It, it didn't do away with that sin. Amen. But the day that Jesus hung between heaven and earth, the day that he gave his life for you, that he yielded his life toward you while you were yet a sinner, Friend, if you find yourself still to be a sinner, amen, it's the only way you can get saved is to see yourself as a sinner, lost and without God, apart from God. One day when I was a nine-year-old boy, Holy Ghost come by my way and showed me that I was a sinner, showed me that I needed Jesus, and the man of God preached Jesus sweet and told me about Jesus and told me how He died for me and how He loved me and how He shed that blood, how He hung between heaven and earth and how God turned His head on his son so that he'd never have to turn his head from me so he'd never have to leave me or forsake me friend i encourage you trust in jesus believe on him and have eternal life and enter into heaven and then give your life to him and serve him you'll make no greater choice friend and then i want to tell you one last thing and and then i'll be done it's a short thing but it it's an easy thing amen i love telling the old story of how God left this earth, how God left heaven, came down to earth, was born of a babe, lived his life, done the will of the Father, uh, didn't have his own will, didn't have his own desires. Think on that, friend. He did it in the will of the Father. He, he got in the Garden of Gethsemane upon his hour, and he said, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. And he hung between heaven and earth. He suffered a cross. He made himself of no reputation. And he suffered a cross for you, my friend, for me, for the whole world. For he so loved the world that he done this thing. That he gave his life. That he yielded it. He told Pilate that no man could take his life lest he let him. And friend, he come to this earth with you in mind, with me in mind, with all those that have come on before us and will come after us so that we could have our sin problem fixed, so that we could have that affliction of our flesh fixed, so that we could live holy and separated, and that we can have intercession between us and God. Do you realize, friend, that without God, without Jesus in your life, 
that if you pray that it's not heard because there's no intercession being made, amen? You are not righteous, amen? Your righteousness is filthy rags before God. And the only righteous thing is is Christ, amen? And He clothes us in His righteousness. He imputes His righteousness to us. And He intercedes between us so that we can have our, our supplication and our prayers heard. But friend, I encourage you, trust in Jesus. Believe on Jesus. And I'll leave you with this one last thought. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 2, as I turn there, in Ephesians chapter 2, the Lord tells us that it's, it's not of our works. Amen. It's not of our works. The Bible tells us that it's not of our works. God wants us to know that we can't work to please Him. Amen. But He, he had to come down and be made in flesh and, and that He was the only thing that could please. Amen. But God tells us in and, uh, and he wrote it in, down in here and he says, uh, And you hath I quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. Friend, did you know that you're dead in trespasses and sin if you've not trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. You're apart from your God. And he wants you to come. He wants you to trust in Jesus. He's long-suffering, friend. He's not, uh, it's not his will that any should perish. Amen. But he tells us in, in verse, in verse 8, he tells us, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. So it's not of works so that we can't boast. Amen. But it's of the work of Jesus Christ. It's of that complete work that Jesus did while He was on this earth. And, and He hung between heaven and earth. And He gave His life. And He said, he said, it is finished. Amen. And so Calvary's finished. Salvation is finished. Amen. And the day that you trust in Jesus will be the greatest day of your life. Amen. And then, and then after that, when you surrender your will to His will, amen, and you live separated and holy before God, amen, I encourage you to do this thing. I encourage you to trust in Jesus. I encourage you to, to yield yourself to the cross. Amen. Uh, but you can't just do it because you want to, amen. you got to be drawn to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's got to be drawn. So, friend, I, I encourage you that if the Holy Spirit's drawing you, that you would trust in Jesus, that you'd trust in that finished work at Calvary, that you'd get born again, amen, that you would uh, yield your 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 sin and, and confess and, and repent, amen, and uh, and trust in Jesus, amen. And I leave you with one last thing it's very simple very simple to get saved amen it's not hard amen we make it a lot harder than what it is and us preachers we preach it a lot more complicated than what it is but it's not hard amen it's one of the easiest things you can ever do it's like falling off a by falling off a, a a chair amen it's easy amen but uh but i'd like to leave you with this one last verse and it says this in 1 John chapter 5. It says, uh, And this is the record that God hath given us eternal life. And this life is in the Son. And he that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son uh, of God hath not life. And these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. It's just that easy. Believe on the name of the Son of God and ye may know that you have eternal life. 
and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Amen. So I trust that uh, that the Lord will will be done, that His Word won't return void. And friend, I pray that it's helped you. I pray that it's it's encouraged you. If you're already saved, and if you're not saved, friend, I pray that you'd trust in Him. I pray that you'd believe. I pray that you would uh, have uh, that Spirit lead you toward Christ. Amen. Uh, and I thank you so much. And as I said, uh, hopefully uh, we'll uh, we'll be getting more of these out. Amen. And I just want to thank God for the uh, for the time and for the word and uh, and uh, pray real quick. Amen. Father God, we come to you this evening. Father, we thank you for the blessing of this day, Lord God. And Lord God, I pray that if anyone hears this and all those that do hear it, Lord God, that you'd bless it. And I pray that your spirit would be upon it, Lord God. And I pray that if they be lost, Father God, and they not know you and they be apart from you and your son, Lord God, I pray that you would you would save them, Lord God. And I pray that they would uh, confess their sins towards you, Father God, and repent and turn from their self. And believe on your only begotten Son, Lord God, for you so loved the world, you so loved me, and you so loved them, that you gave us Him, Lord God, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you. Amen.